2: Hello, and welcome to another episode of Queer Talk, a queer podcast that brings you a weekly dose of positive news stories and fabulous interviews. Hi!
0: Hi. Hi.
1: Today, we're coming to you from Muffseen's gorgeous apartment. We were able to be together for the holidays, which had been planned for a very, very long time. I think we actually discussed this last Christmas. <laughs> um, and I
2: was like, by the way, um, I'm going to be staying with you next year. <laughs> and I just said yes, and I hope, I hope that you'd forget. But <laughs> you didn't. No. Um, <laughs> and didn't. you even brought in tier four, so now you're stuck with me for yeah, a while. Yeah, yeah. So he wrote
0: a, no- a note in cursive in his diary. He's like, yeah. 25- 25th of December, and- make sure.
2: And you know, I know it's not just like, just happened because he came with the massive suitcase. Oh my God, He planned this. size Car. a car. Mm-hmm. He,
0: had tri- had this he plan- drives his suitcase <laughs> as a bus.
2: I've had this planned
1: all year. That suitcase has been packed since December 23rd. <laughs> I've been so excited and you two are like, oh my God, I think Spencer's coming. Like, No, we're so months.
0: excited you're here, Spencer. Yeah. Um, there's a gorgeous, stunning red and gold... Christmas tree mm. with beautiful flickering lights and Mufsin's gigantic jungle um, <laughs> on the corner. So it's, it's feeling very festive. We're not talking so about it's... his pubes. But oh my
2: God, the plants so in crude. the corner of the room. Talking about my plant obsession. Yeah, but, but I... we're, we're very happy you're here. You're the brightest bauble. <laughs> 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 so we're here, we're queer and we're
1: in Mufsin's living room. We're locked in and locked down and we are ready for a very different holiday period this year. Um, for many different reasons, which I'm sure you
2: already know. We have a lot to cover and even more to unpack in this festive holiday special. So I think we should just jump right in.
0: This is exciting. I haven't been here for a while. When was the the last time I was here? I I thought you were here Uh, first. Pride, (laughs) right? Which was in August?
1: Yeah. Mm. It was a while ago. Was
0: it in August? But but we have This a- year has been six years long. Yeah. This year has been twenty years long. Because
1: that episode we were all together for that, right? Yeah. Yeah. We were so exactly. I was here in August.
0: Um Actually no, that episode no, no, no. we were we you and were recorded. you were in Manchester and we recorded here, remember? Yes. Bur- so me and Adam were
2: sharing up my mic. No, we were we, here no, because no, 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 you no,
1: said no. your first pride, and I remember being sat in this room. No, no you weren't. So it was, I vividly remember, yeah. it was just such a great story. It was just such a great
2: story. You felt like you were in the room. But actually, it was me and Adam on one side and you were on Zoom on the You other were
0: side. you you were literally on the phone. I remember we placed the phone there and you recorded on oh, your yeah. end.
2: Remember the reason I feel like I'm sat here is because this is where I was sat
1: on screen. <laughs> on the phone, right? <laughs> looking at this looking at wow. I was looking at you two. It's so <laughs>
2: Okay, well, yeah. Anyway, welcome back, Adam.
0: Thank you. I'm, I'm really excited. I'm just so excited to bring you all these extremely positive uh, news articles. They made me very, very happy, mm-hmm. and uh, hopefully they make you guys happy because um, Lord knows that we need a little bit, of, a little bit of pick me up <coughs>
2: right now. Yeah. and we, th- we just thought it'd be great to invite a Muslim for Christmas. One hundred percent. Just, just I've celebrated
1: Christmas. My, no, I haven't. No. <laughs> this is literally my second Christmas. Wow. <laughs> We've had a lot of requests to have you back, mostly from you, but from other people too. Definitely. People were very excited. Your episode, you, you seem to just bring this whole different energy that, that no one else on the planet seems to have.
0: I spent more than three minutes making a meme <laughs> to post for this episode. More than three minutes. That's effort. That is That's a lot. Three minutes. Three yeah. different apps, a minute per app.
2: And that one meme will make this episode. Oh my God. We'll make it. I should just leave now. Yeah, we should just stop recording (laughs) now. And and just retweet the meme. Bye. Yeah. (laughs) So, guys, for the rest of the episode, just look at the meme.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so let's jump straight into story number one. Now, I found this article on Pink News, which looked at a queer Santa who is 77 years old who makes sure that rejected LGBT plus kids still get Christmas presents. Which is super, super sweet. When I saw the headline, I was like, oh no, like this is going to be a tearjerker, right? Like, I'm going to cry. Now, a 77-year-old lesbian named Linda Warren is giving holiday gay gifts to LGBT plus kids who have been rejected by their families.
0: Holly-gay. Holly-gay. Hashtag Holly-gay. Yes. But also, can
1: we discuss lesbians? They're just the best. <laughs> Continue. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. So, so every year... Um, Warren has a Holly gay party Mm -hmm. for all these kids. Mm -hmm. And this year, because of COVID, because of the state of the world, Linda has had her party cancelled, which is devastating. This is the 22nd year that she has done this, which means she's not just a good person. She's like a long time.
0: Dedicated.
1: (laughs) Dedicated. Dedicated. That's just for some context. She
0: she has being good as a full-time job. Full-time job. What do you do? I'm good. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Director of Being Good. Honestly, Work. even even more kind of um scary the reason this hit me hard. She's been doing this my entire life. Oh my God, I'm 22 Spencer. years old. <laughs> oh my God, Spencer. No one needed that role No, everyone did. That's the only doom and gloom you're going to have this episode. Um, I
0: think you guys should also um, like have a look at the, the the article itself. She's wearing a full-on Santa suit while she's doing this. Absolutely. Mm. In the hot as hell, like Denver, Colorado. Right? Yeah, in Denver, Colorado. It's not cold like it is in London or, or mm. in New York. Full-on Santa mm. suit.
1: Correct. Dedication. Lesbian. So she's a queer Santa, right? Absolutely. So this year, cars are going to drive past to pick up the gifts in place of the party that she usually throws for her local queer youth. She asks for donations throughout the year from as many people as possible to ensure that she can buy the gifts, Mm -hmm. and she then allows kids to sign up for the experience, basically.
0: And just just to add as well, um, she also has like a, a full cleaning station. She wears a full on masks. They the cars drive. To her to pick up the gifts Mm. and literally she's just standing up there just giving gifts this woman will never give
1: up she's 77 77 continue now (laughs) i'm so excited even though i read this already so so this is super positive now the reason i i think it's quite skeptical but we always question like why is this person doing good things like who would do this she was rejected by her own family way back when when they found out that she was a lesbian, even though she was already grown up, they rejected her instantly. She felt very uncomfortable afterwards with this title of queer Santa because when she was younger, as a seventy-seven-year-old, and we get this a lot with mm. the older queer generation, the older LGBT generation, they don't like being called queer because it was used against them That's when smell, they were younger. Yeah. yeah, but Linda is very open-minded, which is a great thing in this day and age, especially in the US. And she said that the kids have adopted it and taken it back as their own. Mm. So it's
2: okay. It's theirs yeah. now. And, you know, we can own it as Reclaiming a Reclaiming
0: my queer. Such a,
2: such a great redemption arc for her. Mm-hmm. To go from someone who's been rejected for being LGBTQ and probably been thrown these words like queer as a slur and then to come full circle, giving gifts back to younger LGBT people and also being called Queer Santa as an... Imp- Word like the term of empowerment is, it's really a nice story. Yeah,
0: yeah thanks and for I think that. I also think it emphasizes the power of saying, "I never want anyone to ever feel as bad as I did." Mm-hmm. I think it's a testament to that. Where for me as well, I it just it has it, just, it overtakes my body and has such a massive power. Yeah. Where I never want anyone to ever be in, the, in that situation, and that will. Motivate me mm. to stand outside, give gifts. Make sure no one ever feels the way I did. Get You know, b- b- do as much as I can. So I, I do understand her dedication. Good for you, Linda. Good for you. Oh my God. Come By on. the way, Holly um. Gay. Can we discuss? <laughs> Holly
1: Gay. That would be my drag you know, I've
2: seen a lot of um, gay men use Holly Gay in Instagram as a hashtag. Of so of it's like hashtag gay traveler, hashtag Holly Gay. Honestly, I, I, I generally yeah, prefer this version Gays. of Holly Gay.
0: Oh my God, Webster Dictionary, I'm coming for you. <laughs> I am
2: changing the word holiday. But yeah, I think it's it's a really lovely thing. And what you said, Adam, about having more energy to do a good good work and LGBT work, I think that's something that both me and Spencer can relate to. Is like, we do a lot of stuff outside of our day job. And the reason we have so much energy for it is because we don't want younger LGBT people mm-hmm. to have some of the life experiences that we've had growing up, whether as a kids or even as an adult. So... Mm-hmm. I came out when I was 24, which I would consider to be an adult, but still kind of faced some hardships when I came out. And um, I wouldn't want people who are young and LGBT to not feel like they have a sense of home and family, especially during the festive season. Right.
0: And it's same as anyone that's listening to this podcast right now. It's I genuinely promise you it's not all doom and gloom. Mm. You will one day be Linda. You will one day live your free life and make sure that no one is ever put in that situation that you were ever put in from the beginning. Compassion is the most powerful emotion that human beings can share with each other. And it's so, so important. So Mm. with any listeners that think, you know, you're stuck or you're, you're having a terrible time or look at Linda.
1: 77. 77
0: and living her... Goddamn life, you know? Good for you, Linda.
1: The very reason we're all here today. We're spending Christmas, not necessarily because we've been rejected, but because we either can't be with our families, our families may not want us there, or we Mm -hmm. feel uncomfortable Mm -hmm. around them as queer people. Like, the very fact that the three of us are spending Christmas together just hits hard. Mm -hmm. Because we've kind of, uh, you know, stuck a middle finger up to this whole traditional Christmas. And we're like, bitch... We'll just do it our way. Mm -hmm. Like we're here, we're queer, we're gonna have a great time. It's gonna be chaotic and messy, and it's gonna be so much fun. We're finally reclaiming that space where you're supposed to be with your family and sit around the table Mm. and be made uncomfortable. Mm -hmm. We're 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 doing that for for ourselves.
2: And I think especially during the pandemic, a lot of us will be displaced during Christmas um, and the holidays. So for me, I I I don't talk to my family anymore. It's been a year and i'm spending christmas in london whereas usually i'd go home to see my family so it's a different christmas for me and i imagine for other people because of the pandemic for various different reasons we may not be where we want to be for christmas um during this holiday period um so it's it's a time to make new traditions it's a time to embrace that this year is a different kind of festive season and you know it's it doesn't have to be a disappointing experience it can just be hey 2020 is a unique year we did things differently yeah. Um, and the way we build tradition is through new experiences so I'm having Christmas with you Adam and you Spencer and we'll do different things um, during Christmas Day and New Year's Day mm-hmm. uh, and as we do that and more people come over the years that's how you build traditions mm-hmm. very slowly because different people bring different things sure.
0: I mean for me uh, I, I haven't celebrated Christmas with my family because obviously mm-hmm. I'm, I, I, I have a Muslim upbringing and we don't put up trees with shiny trinkets on them we just eat a lot, yeah, <laughs> and then not eat for a month. Um, uh, but because it's because of Ramadan, right? Ramadan. Yeah. It's not not eat for a month, guys. It's just sunrise eat. till sunset. <laughs> <He> um, <has laughs> the evening. <laughs> uh, but for me, Christmas was a uh, an absolute escape. Um, I used to travel a lot back and forth from New York and San Francisco, mm-hmm. and the only time I would travel would be Christmas time. And um, Christmas time would be where I would find my second family which now I call my first family obviously where I would go um, to New York or San Francisco and I would go to my best friends and absolutely because obviously Christmas is about togetherness and being together and you know I never felt more accepted and more Mm. uh, you know at home and more like I belong than in Christmas time so for me it's it's not very much like the gifts or, or, or this or that. Mm. For me, it was more of like the experience, the glittery lights, the shining <laughs> lights, and being, you know, just being with my best friends. an yeah. experience togetherness. And experien- yeah, togetherness. Yeah. Yeah.
2: yeah. Yeah, so I can relate to that, mostly because even though I'm also from a Muslim upbringing, mm-hmm. we, well, I grew up in England, so there's always, you know, school holidays happen. Right. There's always Christmas around you. Mm-hmm. Um so we did have a christmas dinner mm-hmm. um we did christmas crackers you know we watched doctor who christmas special we watched the extended special like laughed at how ridiculous it is we just didn't do certain things like we didn't have a christmas tree and we didn't do the gift giving right. because that was in a way deemed more like christian um yeah so we had a kind of a well, I'd say it's watered down, but the main thing was togetherness. Concept,
0: yeah, yeah. You took the concept of yeah, exactly. togetherness. We, we, and...
2: we had school holidays, so we just spent it together, and like that's what you do.
0: How long were your school? How long were school holidays for, for two Christmas? Weeks. Two weeks. Yeah. Two whole weeks. No, it needs to be longer. Trust me. Just um, when does it start? From the twenty fourth? Easter specific? No, it'll be a few days a before. Probably like yeah. the twenty
1: second. Well, actually, my cousin finished on Friday last week. Just so
2: like the twentieth of the
1: fifth. All the
0: way until like mm. until in January, January when when kids before. should be in school. Yeah, Mm -mm. put those kids back in school girl (laughs) (laughs) I'm I'm joking give them Um, joking.
2: but one thing I realised as I got older is uh, even though I'm there with my family and I love them I definitely felt that kind of sense of relaxation about Mm -hmm. just being myself around my friends Mm -hmm. so I would always spend especially the last couple couple of years I'd spend Christmas Day with my family Mm -hmm. seeing them like spending that time together and seeing my nephews and nieces and I cherish those moments but it was when in the evenings I'd go to my best friend's house who is like my other sister uh, spend uh, time with her family which is like my other family and with them I've always been open about being gay all my life and no judgment and mm. it's such a big difference when you're around a family who just completely accept you and that is I guess, a like a difference not my biological family but is still my family and it's that, that I wish every LGBT person can experience and 100% hopefully like People can get it mm-hmm. from their biological family, but if you don't, like, just know that you can have that kind of festive togetherness feeling through your chosen family or exactly. your, your other family, and that's kind of what I'm missing this year because I can't be with my best friend, oh, which sucks. But I'm here with these two idiots. Two so idiots. Ugh, <laughs> you guys are doing. I
0: actually have a super similar story. My best friend Kate, and um, every every time I'd go back to New York for mm. Christmas. Her family would be half German and half Chinese. So they take Christmas seriously. Germans. So the entire German side of the family, so I think she's second generation. So they're really German and they're really Chinese. So I go there and literally her grandmother is madly in love with me. The family has like 60 people in the massive house and I I attended four years in a row. And the last year that I attended was 2019. I was the only one that she gave a gift to. Oh, my God. And everyone, I knew everyone because I, I see them every year. And they were looking at me like, what? Literally, I was, the she gave me like a cute, oh, my God, it was so adorable. Like a like a puppy snowman chocolate thing. Oh, my God, I ate the shit out of that. Um, <laughs> and uh, she gave me like a keep cup and like a, like a gift card. It was so adorable. I just got the gift. I said, thank you, blah, blah, blah. And then my best friend, Kate, she was like, You were the only one she gave a gift to. You realise that, right? And I was like, (laughs) (laughs) sobbing and crying. And I get that. That acceptance is, honestly, is just as good, to be honest. They they are actual family to me, which is what Christmas is all about. Not family, togetherness.
2: Togetherness. So, talking about togetherness, growing up, I always used to watch Christmas TV and Christmas movies, like... You know, Love Actually and all those kind of Christmas films that make you feel mm-hmm. like really festive and gets you in the mood for Christmas. Mm-hmm. But when it comes to seeing LGBT representation mm-hmm. in Christmas films, serious lack of. Yeah, almost um, non-existent. Yeah, there was, mm-hmm. there was a photo that was going around on the internet of all the covers for Hallmark Channel Christmas films. Um, and if you're in the UK, they're usually shown on Channel 5, like daytime TV kind of stuff. Um, and all the posters are just of white, heterosexual couples. Mm-hmm. And it's only in recent years that you'd get people of colour coming in as supporting characters uh, or, gay, or gay people coming in as supporting characters, but never really leading. Right. So if you're a young, gay, queer, trans child looking at these Christmas films, you, you kind of want to see yourself reflected and be like, OK, I also deserve to have togetherness, family, uh, Christmas, holidays, all that kind of stuff. So the news article I kind of came across was on a website called cbc.ca, which sounds like a lot of letters, um, and we'll post the link on our socials so you can look at it. But it's it covers um, a few films that are coming out, Christmas films, which have LGBT characters leading, which is great to see. Mm-hmm. Uh, it is 2020. It's about time we do this, right? It's a bit too late, but you know, better late than never.
0: Honestly, yes, better late than never. So, give me those gay films. Give me those give gay me films. Give me those holly gay films. Yes. Oh, my God. <laughs> Full circle. <laughs>
2: um, so the first film in the article is called The Christmas House. And it's a US film. And it's one of those Hallmark films. So it is a Hallmark Channel film. They've decided, okay, we're finally going to do a gay, gay film. Because we, we've looked at all our posters and we're like, oh, shit, we haven't done one.
0: Wait, like a Hallmark film? Wait, hold on. Because yeah. I'm, I'm not very familiar. Was it that film that you and I watched? The the, the one with the, the, the... They got stuck in a house and this chick is getting married uh, in Christmas. And she's stuck in a house with a chef. And babe, it was so cheesy. Do you remember? <laughs> this is the gay one. Uh, yeah. But so like, Hallmark it, film yeah, is those, like that. It's like, like cheesy, cheesy movies. Cheesy.
2: So Hallmark Channel, do, I'm known for this. They do kind of like very lighthearted, family, cheesy rom-coms where there's like the drama is very subtle and then there's always a happy ending. Mm. As a kid, because you're going to be watching these films, you want to see representation. You want to see yourself. Um, Otherwise, you kind of just grow up feeling like I don't deserve this. I don't deserve happiness. I don't deserve Christmas. And that's not a great thing to signal to children. One of the key things about these films is that they're family films. So to see a gay couple be accepted wholeheartedly in a family, that's a great signal to not just the kids but the parents to mm. say, oh wait, if Hallmark Channel is saying gay relatives are okay, then I should be okay with my gay relatives I'm spending Christmas with this week.
0: Yeah, these type of movies are great educational mm. tools. Even mm. if your kids are not gay, this is what the world looks like. This is how colourful the world is and diverse.
1: Absolutely. Their kind of audience like already is is those kind of white, you know, quite mm. nuclear families. So it's, it is definitely nice for them to have like an injection of queerness into their Christmas. Like, yeah. I think this is exactly what they need.
2: So let me tell you about this Hallmark film. A quick overview, I won't give you spoilers, um, but if our listeners out there, I'm going to give you the three LGBT Christmas movies to watch uh, this Christmas if you feel like you need some queer content and escaping heteronormativity. <laughs> so The Christmas House is the Hallmark Channel. Film featuring a same-sex couple. It's the director is Michael Grossman and he has made of this film with Jonathan Bennett from Mean Girls. If you remember Aaron in Mean Girls, he is the Obsessed. Lead, <laughs> lead, lead lead actor in Love the Have you store. with your hair
0: pushed back or some shit like yeah. that? No. I haven't seen Mean Girls. It's, it's the gays are gonna cancel so It's October 3rd. We don't wear pink or something like oh that? Oh my gosh. You've definitely not watched Mean Girls. No, I I I've watched The Beginning.
2: Alone, the middle alone and the end alone, though. Okay. Uh, Well, he's a very good-looking man. Mm -hmm. And he is one of two gay people in this film. Uh, They're a gay couple. And the gay couple in this film, they're not like... It's not a drama about being gay and the conflict is about being gay. It's actually just a family film. And there's a son who has a a husband and therefore there's a son-in-law. And the rest Mm -hmm. is just kind of your typical Hallmark Channel film happy but, movie yeah it's a happy film but, mm. but there's two gay characters in there and there's never really discussed, slash um, never a point of uh, drama which is great to see mm. we need more stuff like that
0: definitely I mean when I was reading the article I read that um, one of the directors of one of the movies um, that they interviewed for this article called Seasons of Love um, she mentioned that um, she noticed that the trend for years that um, uh, there's been a severe lack of mm. just joyful happy movies and um, And um, she said that her movie, Seasons of Love, was one of the few movies that focused on the joyous side of queer stories, where, uh, like you guys mentioned, representation is important, yes. Showing how tough it is to be who we are and to live as who we are is important, yes. But showing our kids and showing everyone else, you know, uh, especially me, I was in Dubai, showing um, people in in these... uh, desolate countries and in these countries that are so absolutely horrible for gay people showing them that gay people can be happy mm. and you can be happy is so important happiness is back. I, I really agree with Chris, Kristen Baker yes
2: um, yeah there's space for the the struggles but there's also space for happiness happiness of course the second film is The Christmas Setup. Are you liking the names? The Christmas House, The Christmas Setup? Already. Is it about Christmas? Are these holiday movies? (laughs) Maybe. maybe. So this is a Canadian film by Lifetime Channel and the director is Pat Mills. The leads on this film are Ben Lewis and real-life husband Blake Lee. It's an actual gay couple, both actors, and they both decided to, hey, we're going to do a film together and I will tell you the one that was really cute.
0: The chemistry is not going to be fake. Did you just
1: say one of them is really
2: cute? Oh, I just said mm. the first one. Rest in peace. I just a personal. He's, must the he film. has a preference. I mean, <laughs> I mean. Uh, uh. But the great thing in this article, which I really like, is so the first film that I just discussed was White Gay Couple. This second film, White Gay Couple. And the actor Ben Lewis, who features in this, said. He acknowledges that they're representing only the G in LGBTQ+, Mm -hmm. but he's hoping that this opens the door for more queer people of colour, trans people, gender non-binary people to see themselves represented. So he's saying, we're opening the door, hopefully, and uh, and in the future, more diverse LGBT films can be made. So it's just, it's a nice recognition from him to say, I'm not pulling up the ladder behind me, you know, and I'm hoping this opens the door. He's not
0: leading the way, he's just taking the first step.
2: Yeah. I guess. Well. Just like Neil Armstrong.
0: Yeah. In the the gay moon. (laughs) Everything's gay in this podcast. (laughs) Love it.
2: And the third film, which me and Spencer actually watched a couple of days ago. I
0: didn't. I
2: missed it. I was fast asleep. See, we take our research very seriously. Very seriously. Um listen, Hun. So this is called The Happiest Season and it's directed by Claire Duval, featuring quite well-known actors. Um, you've got Kristen Stewart, you've got Mackenzie Davis, who Mackenzie Davis was one of the actresses in that amazing Black Mirror episode, San Junipero.
0: Oh San Junipero. my God. That was, honestly, I think I, I like yeah. the amount of crying. It was a same, same concept. It mm. was joyful, but... Not joy in, in, like, unsurmountable joy, but contentment. Yeah. Like, like, just happiness. You're okay. Oh, my God. Sandra apparel was a masterpiece. Was. Mackenzie, who, um, Mackenzie Davis. Davis was who? The, um, the she, redhead.
2: Yes. Lovely. Yeah. So she is in this film with Kristen Stewart, and they're a lesbian couple who go home to, for Christmas to one of their parents' house. But on the way there, Mackenzie Davis tells Kristen Stewart, by the way... When I said I came out to my parents, I didn't actually come out to my parents. So this is more of a, a slapstick comedy rom com, um, and it's all about being in a house where the parents don't know that they're a lesbian couple, and trying to navigate that as like the best friend who's come for Christmas. It is it is kind of a, it's a slightly chaotic rom com, but it comes together in the end, and it's actually a very powerful piece. And I think both me and Spencer really enjoyed it. I sobbed.
0: And, and, and uh, uh, D-Dead is in it. D-Dead. D-Dead.
2: De-
1: so, um, Dan
0: Levy, obviously. Dan Levy graces... His... Just with his just, just disgusting shirt presence. Like, hello, I'm
2: here. So Dan Levy plays kind of like the gay best friend of Kristen Stewart.
1: But he also plays himself... Like yeah. David in Shit's Creek, he plays exactly the same character. There was no rehearsal for this. I think he probably um, did it at the same time. I think he's
2: kind of typecasted
1: because he's just such a
2: great job with David. Yeah,
0: but I feel like what Dan Levy does is go up to because he's quite a prominent writer and mm. quite a prominent uh, producer in in the industry. Mm. I feel like he goes up to the producers in these movies and say, "This is who I'm going to be," <laughs> and tells them, "I'm going to be the gay best friend. I, totally I that, decide. Actually. You need me, Dan in Levy. Your movie. But... If I'm right."
2: Call me. <laughs> <laughs> Dan Levy's totally going to be the um, I totally... I, I can see that. I can te- I can see Dan Levy being in the office, be like, Right. I am going to be the gay best friend, but I am not going to be comic relief. I am going to be the gay best friend, who he's in this film, but I'm going to be the word of reason. And that's who he is. And he's like the gay godfather in this, in the way, like, he doesn't no. have many scenes, but what he says is like, you know that moment in... Um, Call Me By Your Name, when the dad does that really amazing speech. No, neither of you watched it. So in (laughs) Call Me By Your Name, there's a a gay couple who get together and then the dad, at the end, where you kind of like... Are you spoiling this? Yeah. (laughs) Continue, go ahead. um, It's your fault for not watching it. I came out (laughs) five years ago. Um, I don't want to cry! So the dad is kind of supposed Hmm. to give you kind of expect in these, these kind of films to give an ag- aggressive or homophobic kind of thing because it's always a dad who's homophobic right actually the dad's lovely accepting speech monologue and it's so beautiful it made me cry um so i don't uh, know how it's going to do for you i'm wow. already emo- i i'm and- i'm sobbing cuz <laughs> i have daddy issues girl <laughs> don't and i'm um, like oh my god don't make me cry so i feel like when i was watching dan levy do this character in this film like just a supporting actor the couple of speeches he did it kind of It almost mirrored that in how, uh, call me by your name, Uh, obviously not to the same degree, but like kind of snippets of the same kind of mood and uh, Mm -hmm. feel. And I I remember when I was watching it, I was like, he needs to win best supporting actor for this. (laughs) And I'm like, girl, this this gay Christmas movie
1: is not going to go anywhere, but I wish it would.
0: Guys, if you're actually going to watch this movie, like take a picture of yourself in your cozy, comfy comforter, like. Next to your Christmas tree, take a picture of the screen and tag Queer Talk. We really would like to see you watch these movies. It's so cute. Yeah, oh, that would be so cute.
2: Actually, just send us photos of everything you do. Everything. Because... Yeah, your whole yeah. Christmas. We want to see we everything. To
0: see. We want to see your
2: Holly Gay. <laughs> Keep coming back to Holly Gay. Yes. Should we just call the episode Holly Gay? Yes, it's such a good word. We're going to call it the Holiday Special. We can call the it Holly the Gay, Gay Special. Special. Oh, oh my god. Yes. Okay, it's done. It's done. Uh, Spencer. <laughs> Stop the proof. <brief, laughs> deciding.
1: <laughs> that was very Dan Levy of you. Ooh. A lot can happen in three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend.
0: But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare tri-term medical plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite
2: So, guys, I kind of want to know, as we're talking about Christmas films, what your favourite Christmas films are. Um, how about you guys, Spencer? How about you tell me your favourite Christmas film, as you're the only non-Muslim here. <laughs> Christian. <laughs> Sinner. <laughs>
0: what?
1: Um, I live for the Grinch every single time. I love Jim Carrey. Work. I think him as the Grinch, this character, like, no one else could have done that. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. hands down, not a chance. Cool. The, the music I love Dr. Seuss full stop like the way this whole other world exists and and I just love it I live for it um, and I love I love films where the villain is actually like the person we love like he's the good mm-hmm. guy yeah
2: like the anti-hero yeah
0: and Jim Carrey did such a good job making us fall in love with him mm. yeah I was in love with the Grinch he yeah. was so
2: charismatic oh I loved it one thing, with, one thing with Jim Carrey is like he plays the same wacky character all the time so this is just him being Ace Ventura or the mask, but he's green this time, except for the mask was also green. I guess. No, but with
0: with the Grinch, it was a bit different because um, uh, I think he, with Ace Ventura, he kind of like seriously, seriously overacted, but with the mm. Grinch, he really stuck to that like depressed, self-loathing, self-hating mm. character. And Which we can all relate to. Yeah, definitely you've well, <laughs> mean... <laughs> Yeah, definitely me. But he just stuck to that all the way until the end when our hearts are warmed when he changed. Was... He changed, right? He became good. Does he? Spoiler! Oh, sorry. Um, he may uh, or may not have he become may good. or may not have become <laughs> good. If
1: you haven't seen The Grinch by this point, I think it's about 100 years old, yeah. Yeah. then that's, that's, again, it's a you kind of problem. I feel like
2: this whole is going to be like, full of spoilers for anyone who's not watched whatever we're talking about. Um, so, what's your favourite scene in *The Grinch*, Spencer? Oh. Why is it your favourite film?
1: Oh, tension! Um, I actually love when they're all at the very, very end when they're all singing around in a circle, and the Grinch doesn't know the words so because good. it's so relatable. Because I'm just like, mula, dee, dee, dee. and they're all in a circle. I love it because I'm oh. like sobbing, trying to trying to understand what they what they're saying. Yeah. Gorgeous. Not, I, lo- I love like group groups. Not
2: knowing the lyrics to songs is very relatable because I don't know any of the lyrics to Ariana none,
0: songs. None. of seen. But you're you're not even Grande. joking but
2: neither does <coughs> Neither does she.
0: My favourite <laughs> my favourite Grinch scene is the most relatable one where he's having a tantrum trying to pick what to wear. Yeah. That's mm. me yes. every single time I want to go out. He's like Oh my God. He's like, what do I wear? What do I do? And then he just starts scheduling self-loathing at 7.30.
1: Oh. And he's like, fine, I'm not going. <laughs> I'm not dying.
0: And that cute dog. Max. Oh my God, Max with the foot.
1: With the little mm. antlers on. Oh.
2: The best. The best. So, Adam, what's your favourite film? And um, It can't be The Grinch. We've, And if that's your favourite film, just pick a second favourite film. So
0: my favourite film is The Grinch. No, I'm (laughs) joking. It's actually a film that just came out last year. I think it came out last year, if I'm not mistaken. Um, it's an animated movie called Klaus. Yeah. Um, it is an absolutely incredibly beautifully animated movie. I'm a sucker for incredibly well like animated movie. It kind of gives a combination of like a Pixar movie and uh like the type of animation you know Spider-Verse? Spider-Man yes, and spider verse yeah. yeah. It kind of has like that co- like Comic, that, like effects. Yeah, yeah. It's weird. And it's like visually beautiful, but also just, just written so incredibly well. I mean, I was sobbing. Oh, I sobbed everything. But I was I, like, it was so emotional, very, very beautifully well, uh, well written, and just, just, just a very well-rounded movie. It was so, so incredible. I really okay. recommend you Klaus, guys watch it. It's, it's on Netflix right now. Class available on Netflix. Netflix? Why aren't you paying us? <laughs> all of your, all of these movies we're talking about are on our Netflix, right? Ask
1: Netflix if they can sponsor us. Yes. Um,
2: and they will ignore your email. <laughs> Most likely. Little dance back. What about you, Mufsen? What's yours? My f- my favorite Christmas film. Yeah, Mufsen, um, what's yours? Can I say Frozen? Because um, that's a Christmas film, isn't it? I so mean, I can mm, no.
0: You can only say it if you can sing one of the songs.
2: Go. Let it go. Let it go. You
0: call that singing girl?
2: Come on, give us, give, us, give us, some Christmas spirit. I'm very shy. Christmas
0: spirit. Go ahead. Um, why am I always put on the spot? Christmas spirit, Mufsen. Um, don't on me
2: girl <laughs> find the note mm. <laughs> <G-g-o>. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not singing but ah, la, 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 I can tell you that two days ago Spencer was singing How to Build a Snowman eh, and he knew all the lyrics
0: Josh Gad slayed that freaking oh my god well done by the way I saw that performance I just wanted to throw cash at you,
2: Spencer. <laughs> yeah.
1: I thought you were going to say something else. <laughs> Listen, you saw some of the performance. I performed that shit all the way up Greenwich High Street. He did. The crowds. Oh, really I was embarrassed. It, oh my God. No, is
2: seriously, it, what's your movie? Frozen, not a Christmas film. No. It's, it's just it's a, a Scandinavian film. cold film. Oh, okay. Um, well, in that case. Not every film that it snows in means it's would, Christmas. It would be like a toss up between um, Home Alone 2 in New York. Good one. And Love Actually. So, uh, one American, one British. And um, the only reason is we used to watch Love Actually a lot. It was just a great film. It's a classic, isn't it? So good. And then Home Alone 2, kind of one of those films that you always just kind of grow up with as well.
0: I can't watch Kira Knightley the same again because After of that the, guy yeah. making fun of her. He does a great but, impression. But Love Actually is so, so, so good. Mm. Stupid letters. It's like, quite long though, isn't it's, it? It's... This is seven years long. Oh my god, it is such a long movie. It's long because there's so
2: many storylines in it. And yeah. they need to fit it, all it, those actors but, in. Or like a, what would you call that, an anthology film where there's loads of different storylines? I guess. But it, they always, it does a really good job of fusing it all together. Yeah. yeah. And it's overlaying, and then you're like, oh my god, that's her brother. Oh my oh my god, like, you know. What is
0: that movie that came out recently? Like, love action? Valentine's
2: Day. Valentine's Day, you guys remember? Star mm. started
0: cast. It wasn't very good. <laughs> so well, this, I hated... This isn't a Valentine's Day
2: special, episode, so let's just skip over Yeah, that. we'll see you in February. Stay tuned, Adler. February 14th <laughs> um, for the
0: Valentine's Day special. What I
1: hated about Love Actually is Alan Rickman. Now, God bless his soul, but God like... Bless his soul. I hated that he was playing Nanny McPhee. Nanny McPhee? Emma Thompson? <laughs> Emma Thompson.
2: Oh, the... the hated he, his character. Oh. Oh. He, he was a cheap. Her. That Spoiler alert! That was a really sad storyline. Like you had the happy storyline with um, what's her name, Tiffany from *EastEnders*. <laughs> 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 what's her name, Martin? Martin, Martin McCutcheon. McCutcheon mm. Yeah, and Hugh Grant. That yeah. was kind of like a cute story. Right. Right? And you got the one with the kids where mm. they like chase each other to the airport, and, like. And then all Kira Kira oh my gosh, she was so good at singing as well. Yeah, like the Kira girl. Knightley. Yeah, and then you have the Kira Knightley mm. storyline, which is like your kind of typical love triangle with like, the best friend. It. But the storyline with Emma Thompson was just like the heart wrenching story, which is she's in the she's in the, um, the bedroom looking at a necklace. She's crying to that really sad song. And it's just like, oh. it's
0: also a testament on how incredible actors, Emma Thompson and Alan Rickman are yeah. just just incre- they, like just absolute
1: legends. Well done. Seeing Snape and Nanny McPhee hook up was like crazy. Right? Blew my mind.
0: Emma Thompson, if you're listening to this, holla at your boy. DM
2: (laughs) me.
1: Here's
2: the thing, you can't really see Alan Rickman in anything other than uh, Snape. But he he played that role.
0: Yeah, every time I see him, Snape disappears. Like, he's such a great
2: actor. He was also the villain in Die Hard. Yep, he was. Yeah. Oh my. Yep, he was. was, All those Christmas films, that's also a Christmas film. (laughs) It's very typical of me just be like, oh what's your favourite Christmas film and I just made like 10 so <laughs> don't get me to pick favourites I can't do it
0: well let us know your Christmas wait, wait did you finish your Christmas film yeah that was it. That's okay a, yeah, let us know your Christmas um, favourite films we'd really like to know and uh, maybe mufsin I'm giving them jobs maybe mufsin and, um, and Spencer Spencer sorry your uh, <laughs> yeah. name's too long too many syllables uh, maybe Spencer and Mufsine can do a live um, watching and uh, oh you, you want to see be me part react of it. to yes stuff. I want to see you so Sobbed and... You
2: know it's hard for me to cry. And you, you know. were
0: crying at Coco last week, sweetie. Oh, no, it's very, <laughs> okay, is very it's sad. hard for me to cry. You were crying your eyes out with, with me. Coco's very sad. Oh my god, babe, what the hell? Who, and you whoever can't made Coco wow. shouldn't be allowed to. <laughs> 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 um,
2: so yes, let us know your favorite Christmas movies. Absolutely, but it's great to see more LGBT content. Yes, to bring it back because mm-hmm. um, we have our favorite Christmas films, but none of those were queer. Well, my favourite Christmas movie was uh, The House. No, no. The saying, Christmas no, House. No, what I'm saying is the reason none of our <laughs> Christmas specials are queer because they just aren't queer Christmas films. Yeah. And now that they're coming out, maybe that will change. Oh, my God. Maybe
0: some little kid right now is stunning. Um, the Christmas House <laughs>
2: hard. He's like, yes, that's me. Of all those favourites, how many of them were white straight lead?
0: Um, Klaus was an animated movie. <laughs> and the Grinch
2: was green. <laughs> okay, Sorry about well, it. I had a point. I guess you know it's good I wanted to Sorry. see it.
1: <laughs> so aside from watching movies all day on Christmas Day, I think we need to tune in to a story number three. So I discovered, I'm due, so due to this. the announcement of tier four, mm-hmm. that Queer House Party, who are a group of queer individuals that have been doing DJing and partying and having guests and performers and everything literally all year which has just been through a pandemic yeah through the pandemic these people are insane and and almost as dedicated as linda um Mm -hmm. in the u.s now they imagine that almost 1.9 million people are expected to spend christmas alone that's a lot which Mm -hmm. is really hard hitting now as queer people we often we suffer a lot with isolation and feeling alone even when we're sat in a room full of our own family, like, we still feel very much like outsiders. So, a lot of us, you know, are still struggling to do things like this. So, Queer House Party, who you can see on Instagram, at Queer House Party, are throwing a big party on Christmas Day, organised by Harry Gay, who uses he, him pronouns, Watcher, who uses they, them pronouns, and Passer, who also uses they, them pronouns. Now, the three of them are insane incredible they they pull off these parties now i actually i'm not much of a party animal i'm at home singing (laughs) to
2: frozen or like high school musical on the weekend whereas this this is a bit more like this is a mm -hmm. queer house party which was on zoom Mm. during the pandemic so you know you could have partied at home with other people on the screen exactly yeah but you two were there right yeah yeah we we were here twice We were were here we we went went on it twice yeah yeah we logged in a couple of times and we had a great time we were just dancing it was so much fun Uh, we just miss going to bars and clubs and then this is what Queer House Party gave us. Like it yeah. was like, if they gave us a Saturday night out. A sense out. of belonging, yeah, oh my god. Or a sense of belonging, or a Saturday night out. <laughs> no, as in like... like you, had, you went
0: deeper. Because I, you know, like Spencer mentioned, people are just spending not only Christmas alone, mm. but this entire time alone. And what they've done is incredible across all of lockdown. Yeah. And credit to them, this is really hard work. Yeah, mm. like this is extremely hard work. If you see their actual setup yeah. and like, w- like full on DJ setup, and they make sure everything works perfectly fine, and even visually, their yeah. their like setup is so cute, yeah. and they're all there, they're all there, like partying, partying yeah. and like making sure everyone's having a good time. They uh, did
2: not come to play. No. That's because Watcher and Passer are DJs, so perfect for yeah. running a queer house party, right? So is Harry Gay. Oh, and Harry. <laughs> sorry i know harry gay is like the community organizer who does the outside project i didn't realize he was also a dj
1: he is a gay of many talents
0: well shout out to harry gay
1: yes harry gay the latest festive party aims to provide entertainment to anyone that's all of you who are going to be alone on christmas day and if you're with your family just fuck them all off go to your room and Mm -hmm. have a party just don't forget to take a drink or like um, some, you know, leftover Christmas lunch, have a little party by yourself. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh my God. Um,
0: <laughs> um, If you're there, type in the chat, I'm here because of Queer Talk. Yes. Like, say weird. hashtag Queer Talk. <laughs> oh my just God. Just completely random. Just, just completely just random. It, I'm it. here because of Queer, queer Talk. Queer
2: at Queer House
1: Party. Yes. That sounds like an amazing idea. So they are having the regular host, Liv Winter, who is going to introduce an incredible lineup of performers. Now they have teased this. I'm going to quote this word for word because it made me... Uh, Almost H word. Um, They will be (laughs) decking your halls with disco, stuffing your stockings with slaggy anthems. Stuffing. Slaggy. All (laughs) right, Nigella. And who knows? (laughs) 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 And who knows? Maybe there'll even be an unwrapping or two. I'd love to fucking unwrap that. What? Sorry? (laughs) 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 Someone is definitely H word. Let's just come We're all H word right now. (laughs) Um, holiday, right? That's the H word. We'll go with that. So they will be around, the Queer House Party team will be around from eight until late on December 25th. That's Christmas Day. Day. That's Christmas Day. So you can find them at Queer House Party. Find all the deets. Follow them. Follow what they're doing. Mm -hmm. And please, 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 if you're there and you're having a good time, send them some damn money. Chip
0: your queens. (laughs) Yeah, so it's, um, at... (laughs) Queer House Party on Instagram. Uh, Honestly, I I, I checked out their Instagram a couple of weeks ago. It's beautiful. Gays do everything right. Well, almost. (laughs) Yeah. Almost. Almost. (laughs) Um,
2: (laughs) I think it's great. Like, for those people who are on their own or with just, like, friends Mm -hmm. or family, you don't have to be on your own own to join Queer House Party. It just gives you something to do and it's an easy option because I think a lot of the times when we're alone or we don't know what to do, we just don't know how to find these things. Mm -hmm. So yeah, just logging in and like putting it on, even if you put it on in the background, it's just a nice atmosphere to have. And I think especially this year with the pandemic and everyone being, you know, kind of like in places that they don't expect to be this year, it's nice to have these activities made for us in like I guess we've had a whole year of getting used to it in the virtual environment. And it's not just like we're a house party but there's Clearly, like, a lot of other things you can do to mm-hmm. make Christmas, the holiday season, special again.
0: And, like, this harkens back to the uh, the whole movie thing where it just focuses on joy. Yeah. Mm. You know, unbridled joy. You know, when you're dancing and you're having a good time. Like, the amount of times I've danced in my bedroom alone and had had the best time. Yeah. Imagine you can do that, but with other people there. I, I was so incredibly entertained when I was watching... Um, uh, the other people there, they were dressed up in full costumes. These were people coming in, like, this was in the beginning of quarantine, dressed up in full costumes just because they miss that, they miss doing that and that's just pure joy. It's like, Make, make they're making their own happiness. They're spreading happiness. guys I'm gonna cry. So are we gonna
2: are we gonna log into Queer House party on Christmas Day? Absolutely. Absolutely. I really need to like once I eat, I need to burn it off. Girl, I am logging it. We'll be there. In. I've brought my I've brought my dancing
1: shoes, my party outfit. I might just wear nothing actually. I I might have a dance. Song.
0: Oh. DM me if you want to see it. <laughs> <laughs>
2: I'm, I don't know what house party I'm going to now. A, 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 a very queer house party. Not under my roof. <laughs> I'm joking, I'm joking. You can wait Everything outside if you want love seeing.
1: <laughs> you can wait <laughs> outside. <laughs> now, it goes without saying, obviously, mm-hmm. this year is going to be tough as fuck. But as we said, it's about finding the joy in the small things. If you want to eat something other than a Christmas dinner... Just eat whatever the fuck you want. Watch whatever the fuck you want. Drink whatever the fuck you, you want. want. Yeah. You know, you have to make this year about you. Be selfish. You don't have to sit and be nice to people anymore. You, you, if you're alone and you're at home, make it work for you. Whatever you want, make mm. it happen.
0: Yeah. I mean, get get a get a micro microwave uh, <laughs> uh, uh, TV dinner. <laughs> and put on freaking queer house party and get to it girl get yeah. to it just put treat, on treat yourself treat put, on, put on your sequenced gown
2: <laughs> but i will also say that if you do know people who might be alone just mm-hmm. checking on people as well like yes be selfish but also understand that other people may be having a harder time yeah. and checking on people I hope that everyone has been doing this year. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, and if
1: you need us, please drop us a DM. Like, if you're just in your feels, or you just want to, like, s- just say something, get something off your chest, or just, like, wish us a
2: Merry Christmas. Yeah. Um, Guys, I'm
0: not joking. Spencer replies t- immediately. He's pl- he doesn't wait. He's immediately.
2: Spencer permanently online, Cooper. Uh,
0: <laughs> Spencer permanent. He replies immediately to everything. Yes. Can I help you? Oh my
2: god.
1: <laughs> 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 Why are you reading me right now? Um, but yeah, I'm I'm actually sat on Instagram right now waiting for you to type that message. Like I'm watching you, so Hurry please up. Just say hello. Send it. Say hello. Tell me how upset you are or how much fun you're having. Let's go. Like, let's have that conversation. Let's do this and we'll meet you at Queer House Party. Yeah, we'll <laughs> see you there. And that everyone is the end of our holiday. Special. You mean holly gay special. Holly gay special. (laughs) Thanks for listening
2: to our holly gay special. Yes, Mm. gay. So to the listeners, it's been very special to spend the holidays with you and to hopefully inject some light into what may be some bleak times at the moment. So from Spencer, Adam and me, we're sending you all the love in the world. Do not forget
1: to let us know that you've listened to the episode on socials. We are on Instagram at Queer underscore Talk. And on Twitter, we are Queer Talk underscore. Adam, where can we find you? Um, Before I say where you can find me, I really wish everyone has a
0: lovely Merry Christmas. Um, As much as the Queer Talk family loves you guys, I love you just as much. Um, It goes without saying, you guys can DM me as well. um, At... Uh, low key Adam, which is L O W K E Y A D E M. That's on Twitter and Instagram. Thank you guys for inviting me.
1: Am I, am I your only
0: second guest?
1: Yes. Wow.
2: This
0: is this is recurring this is guest. Re- recurring guest. Yeah. This like, won't be the last time. Like uh, like one of those like 90s sitcoms yeah, where, yeah, like, where like where the guest comes in and everyone starts coughing. <laughs> you're like
2: you like the special gay uncle that comes in every once every season.
0: Oh my god. I'm a gunkle That's here for the holiday. Holiday. Happy Holidays.
2: Happy Holidays, guys. Happy holiday Holidays.